presence with thanksgiving. Come, bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you, and he is famous for his faithfulness towards all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Lift up a great shout of joy to Yahweh. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. Worship Yahweh with gladness. Sing your way into his presence with joy. And realize what this really means. We have the privilege of worshiping Yahweh our God. For he is our creator and we belong to him. We are the people of his pleasure. You can pass through his open gates with the password of praise. Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come, bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. For Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you, and he is famous for his faithfulness towards all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Lift up a great shout of joy to Yahweh. Go ahead and do it, everyone, everywhere. Worship Yahweh with gladness. Sing your way into his presence with joy. And realize...
that you're here tonight for Wednesday night refreshing at Victory Christian Fellowship. God is a good God. He's doing great things in this earth. He still does work. Amen. Miracles still do happen. People still get healed. People are being saved. Heavenly Father, we call upon you. And we're so grateful and thankful that you are a good God. And you love us with an everlasting love. And you're a faithful friend. And Lord, you have plans for us. Plans to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us a hope and a future. And Lord, we give you thanks and praise that your plans are carried out in our life and in this service tonight. And we give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship the Lord together. Stand together. Rejoice in this house. I'm going to dance and praise Him. It doesn't matter what comes my way. The greater one lives inside of me.
principality, every power, everything seen and unseen, in heaven and in earth and under the earth. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. up close and personal God. He came down to where you are so that he can lift you up, so that he can take you higher. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Lord, we're so grateful and thankful that you put on flesh and you walked among us and you won the victory that Adam lost. You reversed the curse that was brought on us. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, you redeemed us. And we are your people. And we bless your holy and wonderful and awesome name. You're so great and mighty. And Lord, we thank you for the touch of the Master upon every person here tonight. Breathe on us by your Holy Spirit. Move in our hearts. Strengthen our bodies as we glorify you. And Lord, we thank you that you speak to us. The time for you is now to take dominion. To take the dominion that I've given you in the beginning. To take your place in Christ. To walk victorious on this this earth. The time is now for you to step into what I have for you. The time is now for you to be victorious over every challenge. Now, now, now. Step into your victory now. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Signature Worship Team. You may be seated if you can. Hallelujah. We're going to have a good time tonight. Because we're in a good place with a good God. And he's got some good food for us. Just want to let you know of a few things. This uh, Saturday on August 19th, VCF is taking over... uh, Memorial Park or Fireman's Park or whatever it is. And uh, we're going to have a summer supreme, so come out and catch the wave. And there's going to be food and giveaways and different things. You're going to hear the word. You're going to get to praise God. And we're just going to let Jesus resound in Palmyra. Amen? We have nothing to be ashamed about. We got the good news. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So come out and join us. Um, that is, uh, what, what time does it start? Uh, nine, nine to four. It's free. Bring some friends. It's going to be a good time. There's going to be activities and different things. Hallelujah. So that's this Saturday. And uh, just want to let you know about uh, in October, we're doing something for a first time. And uh, the men are sowing their time. 
And uh, we're, instead of having a men's conference, we're going to have an inheritance family conference. And we, we want to help, heal, and uh, encourage families. So we're going to have fun for all the families, all the ages. And it's going to be a great time. That's the last weekend in October. So if you know families, you can let them know and uh, invite them to come. Give them information. Give them a postcard. And uh, we're going to minister to kids. We're going to minister to adults. We're going to touch your families. Amen. God's a, God's a family man. And he's, in, he's interested in families. Before there was a church, there was a family. And uh, God has more kids than anybody. <laughs> so God loves families. And uh, we just want to minister to families, and it's going to be a great time. Uh, Reverend John George, who's an evangelist, you know, God brought him through a lot of family trouble. And uh, he's got the victory, amen? And he's going to be bringing an encouraging word uh, to us. So that's the end of October. And uh, I want to let you know how good God is, amen? We are $1,000 less than our goal for India. So um, uh, our goal is to raise 12000 and that covers India plus Liberia. See, now Liberia, uh, we're our, we are buying food for the people that are going to come. We're doing a leadership conference in the morning, crusades at night, and uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, India, I'm just going to teach in some Bible schools and preaching some churches. But uh, I just want to thank you for your faithfulness and giving. And uh, we can make that difference up tonight, amen, or, uh, or by, by this week, amen. But uh, I just want to praise God for his goodness and his grace. You know, it's not easy uh, traveling overseas, but God is good when you've got the call on your life, amen. And uh, what, I'm hoping next year to bring Dr. Fiona with me, amen. <laughs> Glory to God. So that's, uh, I just want to thank God for that and, uh, you know, we don't pass a bucket uh, here at VCF, but you can give any time during the service. We have a wooden container there by the bookstore, and as you came in, uh, we call that the seed planter. And, uh, you know, we don't have to give, but we get to give. And when you do, God rewards givers. So you, there's envelopes there. You can put your tithes and offerings. If you need to use a car, you can use a bookstore. And if you're watching online, thanks for watching. Uh, like us and share us. And uh, you can go to our website if you want to give that way. Heavenly Father, it is such a joy and an honor to give to the most lavish giver of all, you. And Lord, we love to give because you love us. And Lord, we thank you that we have a part in building your kingdom. And Lord, we just want to honor you and we call every giver and gift blessed by you. And we thank you, Lord, that you prosper them, you provide for them, and you protect them in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, and uh, we have some kids for our kids' life tonight. Glory to God. We want to dismiss our kids. So kids, have a good night. Hallelujah. You know, kids can have a Holy Ghost time there, too. Amen. Well, you know, this is uh, hot off the press today. Um, I had some other things to do today that wasn't ministry related, but it was civil duty related. <laughs> and, um, but I was reading this morning, 
And the passage of scripture that I read just kind of exploded in my heart. And uh, the Holy Ghost put it on my, strong in my heart to minister it tonight. Amen? Amen. And I want to talk to you about it's always a good time to rejoice. Yes. Say that. Say it's always a good time to rejoice. Well, it all depends on who you're rejoicing in. Amen? I'm not talking about rejoicing in your circumstances. I'm talking about rejoicing in the Lord. Amen? When you got the Lord on your side and when you know the Lord, it's always a good time to rejoice. God is always happy. The Holy Ghost is never down. And rejoicing is an act of faith. And you may not think that rejoicing does anything, but I actually have scientific evidence of what rejoicing does. But I want you to turn to the little book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk. It's between Nahum and Zephaniah. You may have to blow the dust off those pages. I don't want you to get nervous about joy because joy is a Bible term. Christians have nothing to be depressed about. We have good news. We have a good shepherd. We're in a good kingdom. God's got a good plan for your life. There's nothing to be depressed about that. And the more time you spend with Jesus, the happier you should get. Jesus is an upper, not a downer. In Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17, I'm reading from the King James, but then I have some amplified scriptures as well. So Habakkuk was a prophet, and he is finishing his prophecy with these last few verses. And in Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17, the Bible says, although the fig tree shall not blossom, that's not good news. If it doesn't blossom, there's no figs. If there's no figs, you can't eat the figs. You can't have fig newtons. Okay? Neither shall fruit be in the vines. That's not good news. No grape juice. The labor of the olive tree shall fail. The harvest fails. That's not good news. And the fields shall yield no meat. They're unproductive. That's not good news. But these are all outward circumstances. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. And there shall be no herd in the stalls. 
doesn't look like, looks like the economy's bad. Looks like your income's bad. Looks like things aren't looking good. But notice what he says. With all these bad things going on, I'm not going to focus on those bad things. I'm not going to talk about those bad things. I'm not going to think about those bad things. He said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. We have got to be a people of God that can rejoice no matter what's going on around us, no matter what the circumstances look like. If my body's in pain, it doesn't matter. If things aren't working like they should, it doesn't matter. If my pocketbook seems like it's empty, it doesn't matter. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Because no matter what happens, if you've got the Lord, he can bring you out of any mess. He can turn any situation around. So here's what the uh, Christian Standard Bible says. Yet I will celebrate, notice, in the Lord. Everybody say, in the Lord. That's the key. You're looking to the Lord, not the circumstances. You're consulting the Holy Ghost, not your feelings. Yet I will celebrate in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The God who saved me is the same God who can provide for me. And the God who saved me and provides for me is the same God that can heal me. And the the God who saves me and provides me and heals me is the same God that can lead me. Did God have any trouble providing for two to three million people in the wilderness? And you're worried about you. Gee, Lord, my situation is too big. How are you going to handle this? I, I help two to three million people. I guess I can help you. Amen? You just got to shift your focus. All right? The Holman Christian Standard Bible says, yet will I triumph in Yahweh. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The contemporary English version says, but I will celebrate because the Lord God is my Savior. Yeah, he was in the midst of bad things happening, but he wasn't focused on the bad things. The bad things were fact, but there was the truth. You know, if you look at the fact and talk about the fact, it's not going to change. But if you look to the truth and talk about the truth, truth can change facts. Oh, it's about to get real in here tonight. The Good News translation says, I will still be joyful and glad because the Lord my God is my Savior. You're supposed to be led by the Spirit, not by your circumstances anyway. Do you know what the Bible wrote about Jesus before the cross, before he was about to suffer, before he was about to be separated from God, before he was about to be whipped, beaten, bruised? He said, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. There was a joy that Jesus had that was greater than the pain he was going to experience. What was his joy seeing me and you coming to his family? 
Hallelujah. Getting born again. Building his kingdom. He, he, he saw Pastor Doug and Dr. Fiona coming to Palmyra and preaching the word of God and helping people find their inheritance and treasure in the word. Here's what one commentator said. His name is Benson. Though all outward means of support should fail, yet I will still have a firm confidence in the power, the goodness, and the faithfulness of God. How many are confident in God? That no matter the situation, God can do something about it. God can change it. God can deliver you. Pharaoh never would have thought Pharaoh never thought that Israel would be delivered but God had a way and God had a plan and God was able to do it Amen Abraham and Sarah maybe felt like they never were going to have a child but God had a plan and God had a way of doing it and God did it You have a God that specializes in doing the impossible Hallelujah. Is the goodness of God worth rejoicing over? Is the faithfulness of God worth rejoicing over? Is his truth worth rejoicing over? Then we've got something to shout about. We've got something to rejoice about. Hallelujah. You have to decide to rejoice in the Lord no matter what. Because you know what the Amplified says? The Amplified yet, the Amplified in verse 18 says, yet I will choose to rejoice. Rejoicing is a choice and a decision. It's not based on feeling. It's not based on circumstance. It's not based on pain. It's based on God. You can rejoice in God because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's reliable. He's He's faithful. He's trustworthy. He's not going anywhere. He doesn't get weak. He doesn't grow tired. Go to Revelation chapter 5. This is a reason to rejoice in God. You're not denying the circumstances. You're just choosing not to focus on them. You got to get them out of your mind. Yeah, the pain that a body experiences when it's not working right is real. You're not denying the pain. You're just focusing on something else. The healer. Amen? You're focusing on the divine medicine, which is joy, by the way. (laughs) Revelation chapter 5, verse 12. (laughs) Well, let's go back up to verse 11. This is heaven. Everybody say, this is heaven. So if you think being loud in the church is ungodly, this is in heaven. There ain't no more godly place than heaven. 
Right? Okay. Revelation 5 verse 11. And I beheld and I heard the voice of a few angels. Many angels round about the throne. Everybody say many. He heard something. He heard the voice of many angels. When you hear a lot of people talking, it's a noise. All right? And the beasts and the elders and the number of them were 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. And you're talking about not one was silent. Let's just be quiet in church. Let's be loud in heaven, but quiet in church. This is practice for heaven, by the way. Okay, verse 12. All these thousands and thousands, 10,000 times 10,000, saying with a quiet voice, with a loud voice, they are declaring the Lamb of God. They are declaring praise to God. They are declaring in heaven, worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, and glory, and blessing. What's their focus in heaven? Their focus is Jesus in heaven. Never once do the angels get tired of flying around the throne saying, I'm tired of singing holy, holy, holy. Let's sing a new song. No, they sing holy, holy, holy because every time they fly around, they see a different aspect of God. They see a different dimension of God. They see a different characteristic of God. And they don't get tired singing holy, holy, holy. They've been singing the same song for a long time and it's not doesn't get old. Go to Psalm 5. Psalm 5. Say, I've got to choose to rejoice. You have got to express praise louder than the voice of your body. You have got to express praise to God louder than the emptiness or the inability to pay a bill. Do bills talk? Yes, they do. They say, pay me, pay me. Right? How many has ever felt pressure from a bill? You're like, oh, I didn't want that bill. Right? Bills have pressure. Bills have a voice. But you have to have a greater voice than the voice of the bill. My God is a provider. The bill comes in. My God shall provide. Psalm 5, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 11. Let all those that put their trust in you, what? Rejoice. Rejoice. Say, I'm supposed to rejoice. If you're a person that puts trust in God, you ought to be a rejoicer. Let them... That put their trust in the, you, these capitalized, that's talking about God, rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let them also that love your name be joyful in you. How many times in one verse does he have to say, exercise some joy? Saints should be joyful. 
should be excited. I mean, you got fire that doesn't burn you up. You ought to be excited. You got a fire shut up in your bones. You got a holy fire. You've been baptized in water and baptized in fire. You got water and fire. Fire and ice. Go to Psalm 32. Psalm 32. Everybody say, joy is a decision. Psalm 32, verse 11. Be glad where? It doesn't say get mad. It doesn't say get sad. It says be glad. Turn your frown upside down. Do you know it takes more muscles to make a frown than it does a smile? You know what a smile does? It increases face value. If you see someone without a smile, give them one of yours. Okay? Be glad. Does that sound like, does it say be glad if you feel like it? Does it say be glad if you want to? Well, nothing's going right in my life. What do I have to be glad about? The Lord. If you have nothing to be glad about, the Lord is more than enough reason to be glad. Who he is, what he's done. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice. So being glad and rejoicing are two different things. You righteous. Who's righteous? If, you, if you're born again, you're righteous. If, you, if Jesus is in your heart, you're righteous. If you ask Jesus to be Lord of your life, you're righteous. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. See, sometimes you got to shout before it kicks in. Go to Isaiah 61. It's kicking in now. You know, if you're not one that's prone to joy, get around someone who is. Because joy is contagious in a good way. Jesus will never quarantine you for having too much joy. There's been a joy pandemic breaking out in Palmyra. Better separate the seats. No, no, no. Get them closer together. Because when the joy is flowing, you won't even need the seats. <laughs> you just have the floor. That'd be good. Isaiah 61, verse 10. Joy is a decision. It's not a feeling. You can be joyful in the midst of bad circumstances because you're joying in the Lord, not your circumstances. And it's just a simple shift of focus. Isaiah 61, verse 10. Oh, he takes it up another level. I will greatly, not a little bit, not a little, here a little, there a little, greatly rejoice in the Lord. 
so my soul shall be joyful in my God. If the devil's going to attack you, he's going to attack you in your soul. But if your soul is full of joy, he can't get a grip on you. When a soul is full of joy, it's like a rubber ball thrown up against the wall. It just keeps coming back, keeps coming back. The devil tries to attack you, but he runs into joy. He bounces back. He comes at you another way. He runs into some more joy. He bounces back. Pretty soon it gets tired of bouncing back. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. Don't you look beautiful. Don't you look handsome. You are clothed with garments of salvation. You can put on Christ. Hallelujah. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. I am covered in righteousness. I'm covered by the blood. I'm covered in righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself out with ornaments. See, when you're decked out with ornaments, you can deck the devil out. And as a bride adorns her with jewels. For the earth brings forth her bud, and as the garden causes things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. See, joy is something that springs forth. It gets planted with the seed of the word. It gets planted in the heart, and it springs forth. It blows up. It expands. It grows. It increases. Just like a garden. You're God's garden. The Bible is the incorruptible seed. And when it gets planted in your life, it makes a difference. Hallelujah. Whoo. What did Mary say after after the angel came to her? I will rejoice. My soul shall rejoice in God my Savior. Mary was rejoicing. What did she receive? She received the incorruptible seed. Amen? Be it unto me, Lord. Ha, ha, ha! My spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. When you receive the seed, all you need is the incorruptible seed, and that's all you need to rejoice. You don't need any other evidence. Amen? The the incorruptible seed is good enough to make you rejoice. All right? Hallelujah. Go to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. Hallelujah. Mm. Romans 5 and verse 2. Whoo! I'm getting there. By whom also we have access. Did you know that God granted every one of you a backstage pass into heaven? 
You can have heaven on earth according to Deuteronomy 11. There's times when heaven intermingled with earth, right? By whom? Who's the whom? Jesus. He gave us access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Everybody say rejoice in hope. You're rejoicing. Hope is the evidence. Uh, let's see. Faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. We can rejoice in hope. Hope is expectation. Amen? How many came expecting something tonight? You didn't know what to expect, but you just came expecting. Amen? But notice we rejoice in hope. And hopes makes not, make us not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. Yes. Say it's all connected. Yes. Say my joy, my rejoicing, my gladness is all connected to Jesus. He's the reason I laugh. He's the reason I sing. He's the reason I dance. He's the reason I shout. He's the reason I lose my composure. Hallelujah. It's because of Jesus. Let's take it deeper. Go to, go to Philippians chapter 4. Huh. Philippians chapter 4. Four four. Rejoice in the Lord always. Even when I don't feel like it, always. Even when things aren't working out for my behalf, always. Even when my my spouse is angry at me, always. Even when my kids rebel against me, always. Rejoice in the Lord, always. It's always a good time to rejoice. Every day is a good time to rejoice. When you got Jesus, it doesn't matter what's happening. You could be sitting in the wilderness and start rejoicing, and God will make that wilderness start to bloom and blossom. Hallelujah. Oh, that wasn't good enough. He said, rejoice in the Lord always and again. Rejoicing is always a do-over. Doesn't mean you messed up the first time. It just means it keeps getting better and better. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Some of you need a little again. You might have rejoiced ten years ago, but you need a little again. You might have rejoiced five years ago, but you need a little again. Why are you waiting so long to rejoice? Yeah, I rejoiced five years ago. That's like saying I had a steak five years ago. You don't think I'm going to eat another steak in five years? Are you kidding me? You ought to get up rejoicing. You ought to go to bed rejoicing. It's better than weeping. It's better than crying. Rejoicing shifts your focus from the negative to the positive. Rejoicing energizes and excites you to improve. What do winners do? 
Winners rejoice. You're a winner. You're a winner. We're all winners. Winners rejoice. Winners shout. Winners celebrate. Isn't it true? Rejoicing frees you from stress, distress, and depression. Rejoicing hooks you up with Holy Spirit so that he can improve your situation. The Holy Ghost just needs a laughing buddy. He needs a laughing partner. Doesn't God laugh? He sits in the heaven and laughs at those that don't believe in him. God laughs. If God laughs, you can laugh. Check this out. From Dr. Diana Samuel, MD, and an assistant professor of clinical psychiatry at Columbia University Medical Center. On a scientific level, we feel joy in our neurotransmitters. Your neurotransmitters are like a bag of popcorn right now, and they're starting to pop. Which are tiny chemical messengers, cells, that transmit signals between neurons and other body cells. The neurotransmitters are responsible for processes and feelings in almost every aspect of the body, from blood flow to digestion. Joy scientifically promotes a healthier lifestyle. Joy boosts your immune system. This is the scientific part. Joy fights stress and pain. Joy supports longevity. She goes on to say, your circulatory system consists of your heart, veins, blood vessels, blood, and lymph. Of course, joy isn't the only emotion that affects the system. Fear, sadness, and other emotions can cause reactions in these parts of your body as well to the negative. Smiling can trick your brain by elevating your mood. Lowering your heart rate and reducing stress. Just a smile. The smile doesn't have to be based on real emotion because faking it works well. You start off in the flesh and the spirit will kick in. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Now. In order to rejoice, because it's always a good time to rejoice, don't consult your circumstances, feelings, or others. Let's take a poll. Is it okay to rejoice? 50%. No, 100% of VCFers say, yes, it's always a good time to rejoice. Don't consult your circumstances, your feelings, or others. Who do you rejoice in? The Lord, it has, not, it has nothing to do with anything else or anyone else. You just look to the Lord and you can be happy. Don't worry, be happy. 
Your relationship with the Lord governs your response to your situations. When you're in a situation that's not good, do you look to the outside or do you look to the inside on how you should respond? Amen? You have to practically declare your knowledge of God. That's what Habakkuk, that's what Habakkuk did. The figs aren't blossoming. The, 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 the sheep aren't having uh, lambs. Uh, the, the grapes are falling off the vine. Yet, 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 I will rejoice in the Lord. You've got to declare your knowledge of God. You have to celebrate what you know about God. Jesus saves. That's good. Celebrate it. He does more than save. He heals. He delivers. He gives peace. He strengthens. He leads. He guides. He advises. He fills. He picks up. Celebrate what you know about God. You have to make a personal decision out of all the possible responses to rejoice in the Lord. You have to choose to rejoice in spite of what you see physically. Isn't that what Habakkuk did? He saw the figs weren't blossoming. He saw the vines weren't producing. He saw the sheep weren't multiplying. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. Why? Because that's what can change the situation. And that's how he ended his prophecy. He ended his prophecy rejoicing. Hallelujah. Go to Psalm 30, verse 5. You have to shout for joy. A shout is an expression outwardly. You know a two-liter bottle of soda, right? When you shake up a two-liter bottle of soda, the cap is just waiting to come off. It bubbles up on the inside. The pressure on the inside starts to rise until someone takes that cap off and it goes, I found relief, hallelujah. All that pressure was building up on the inside. I just needed a release, glory to God. I needed for what's on the inside to come out on the outside. Hallelujah. We got to let what's on the inside come on the outside. The, the problem is we let the outside be louder than the inside. We let the outside be bigger than the inside. We start agreeing with the outside. You don't think it's going to work, or you start saying, oh, it's not going to work. You have to have your rejoicing turns turn to shouting. A volcano that doesn't have a release just makes a rumble. But when it has a release, lava fire comes out. Fire comes out of the volcano. Some of you, the pressure's building. You got to let it let it out. 
See, rejoicing grows into something bigger and stronger and louder, a shout. A shout is forceful. It's a release from within. Hallelujah. Did you know that a manufacturer got a hold of this concept? Have you ever heard of a stain remover called shout? Shout it out. They made shout into a spray. When you got something on your clothes that you can't get out, shout it out and it'll come out. Hallelujah. Your shout can make walls fall. Do you know that in 1 Samuel, the Philistines were attacking Israel and they cried to Samuel and he, he made an offering and the Bible says the Lord shouted from heaven and struck fear into their enemies. A shout from a righteous person can strike fear into your enemies. If it's loud in heaven, it can be loud in church. I'm not going to apologize for joy, which is a Bible term. You can read it throughout the Bible. Go to Psalm 30. I'm getting to a point where I can close wherever that is. (laughs) Psalm 30. What's my title? It's always a good time to shout. Look at someone near to you and say, it's always a good time to shout. I'm sorry, it's always a good time to rejoice. But you know, rejoicing leads to shouting, so it's okay. Psalm 30, verse 5. Am I giving you the word? For his anger endures for but a moment you know so many people think that god is more angry than what he is god's been angry with me for days no it's been a moment i haven't been angry with you that long get over yourself oh god's angry with me for a month no it's only for a moment that moment has passed a long time ago he stopped being angry with you a long time ago Get over yourself. His anger endures but for a moment. Everybody say a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Guess what? It's morning time. It's morning time. You don't need an alarm clock. You need a joy clock. Oh, what's that alarm for? It's my rejoicing moment. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Go to Psalm 32, verse 11. (laughs) It's always a good time to rejoice. Rejoice. 
if you're having a bad day, stop complaining and start rejoicing and watch the day change. First of all, people don't want to be around a complainer, but they love to be around a rejoicer. Complaining shuns people, rejoicing welcomes people. What person are you? Are you a complainer or a rejoicer? It's your choice. Psalm 32 verse 11. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go to Isaiah 12. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Isaiah 12. (laughs) This whole passage. Six verses. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 1. In that day, you shall say, today's that day. You shall say what? Oh, Lord, I will praise you. You're starting off good. Praising leads to rejoicing, which leads to shouting, which leads to other things. In that day, you shall say, oh, Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away. That was the moment. And you comfort me. Okay, verse 2, behold, God is my salvation. If you have no other reason to rejoice, you can rejoice that God is your salvation. How many are glad you're saved? You're not going to hell. Glory to God. You've been forgiven. You've been redeemed. You've been bought with a price. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but that gets me happy. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. How do you know you're trusting when you don't fear? If you have the inkling of fear, your trust is weakened. But when you're trusting, there's no fear. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He's your strength and your song. He also has become my salvation. Strength, song, and salvation. He's the SSS rejoicer. Okay? Verse 3. God is your strength, your salvation, and your song. Therefore, with joy, I will draw water out of the wells of salvation. Where's the well of salvation? It's in your spirit. How do you draw it out? With your tongue. Your tongue is the bucket that goes down into the well, and it draws it out. And the more you draw it out, it becomes a river. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit. We got we to gotta draw from the well. We got to draw water out of the wells of salvation with joy. Joy is the thing that unlocks the well. There, in verse 4, and in that day you shall say, praise the Lord, today's that day. 
call upon his name, declare his doings, declare his, tell them, tell people what he did. If you want to get happy, just think of what God did. Think of where he brought you from. Doesn't matter what's happening externally. What matters is how you respond internally. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, you inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of you. He is inside of you. He is in you. You take him with you wherever you go. That's why you can rejoice wherever you go. David... was out fighting a battle. And they came back to Ziklag. They came back and all the buildings were burned. It was like going to Maui. But they weren't burned by a wildfire. They were burned by raiders. Not from Las Vegas. So everybody was distraught. And David's own men wanted to stone him as if he had anything to do with what happened. They were gone. They were fighting another. They were doing their own thing, and they came back, and that's what happened. But they, they lost, you know, their, their children weren't there. Their wives weren't there. Their homes were burned. I mean, you could, the emotion, right? And they wanted to kill David. You want to lash out at the leader, right? But David... He knew his God. And he began to, he, he encouraged himself in the Lord. Amen. That he, he rejoiced in the Lord. He, 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 he took his eyes off the burning buildings. He took his eyes off the smoldering ashes. He took the eyes off the absence of his wives and his children. He put his eyes on the Lord. He put his voice in the Lord. He put his hope in the Lord. He put his faith in God. And he encouraged himself. No one else, him and the Lord. They had an encouragement party. And that's what changed the situation. And in that encouragement party, David said, shall I go and will I recover? And God says, you will go and you will recover all. It was the rejoicing in the Lord that changed that situation. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Let me see here. One more scripture. Deuteronomy 33. Deuteronomy 33. The most quoted book in the New Testament, Deuteronomy. When when is it a good time to rejoice? Is now a good time to rejoice? How about tomorrow when you wake up? Is that a good time to rejoice? How about when you're getting stressed out? Is that a good time to rejoice? How about when you're all alone? Is that a good time to rejoice? How about when your car breaks down? Is that a good time to rejoice? I got to testify. Um, years ago, uh, I took Gabriel to Canada. And uh, him and I drove. I was preaching there. And so we were up in Canada for a few days. And uh, we were coming back home. 
and we were going through Ohio, and uh, I just wanted to get off the turnpike, and so I got on a state highway, which was a two-lane highway, and uh, we were traveling down the road, and um, we're going this way, cars are coming this way, big line of cars, right, traveling like 55, 60 miles an hour, and all of a sudden, someone in this lane decides to pull out a car length ahead of me, in front of me when I'm doing 60 miles an hour, okay? So they kind of turned right in front of me because they lived two miles away, but they were stuck in traffic and they wanted to get home. It was a young kid, all right? Our cars met, hit. The, the, the right front tire was destroyed. My car was inoperable. I was able to pull it off the road, but it wasn't drivable after that. And uh, so Gabriel and I were praying. We're rejoicing, right? We're thanking God for his goodness. Don't know how he's going to work it out. Don't know what's going to happen, but we know our God. Amen? State trooper comes on the scene, right? And uh, he's writing it up and everything. I wasn't at fault. And uh, he said, now there's not, a, there's not a rental car place here within 50 miles. I could take you 20 miles, but that's not close enough. And, and you're going to get stuck, you know. So, but God will work it out. Say, God will work it out. Don't get nervous. Don't, don't worry. God will work it out. My trust is in God. Amen. So the tow truck that came to pick up my car up, it was a car dealership that did body work that rented cars. And we were able to get into a car that night. They fixed our car. I took the rental car home. Insurance paid for it. And when our car was done, drove back to Ohio, picked up our car. God made a way. Amen. Where it seemed like there was no way. True story. True story. It was because we we rejoiced and prayed and put our trust in God. God worked it out for us. Even the state trooper didn't even know about that. But the people that picked up my car, fixed our car, and gave me a rental car. Hallelujah. And we were able to get home that night. Amen. Okay, last scripture. (laughs) Deuteronomy 33, verse 26. Deuteronomy 23, verse, uh, 33, verse 26. All right. There is none like unto the God of Jeshua. There's, there's no God like our God. Amen. Right? Our God is unique. He stands alone. He stands above. There's no other God like him. Amen? Amen. Our God is the God of, he's your God. He's your heavenly father. This is your God. You have a personal relationship with this God. Who rides upon the heaven in your help. When you need help, he doesn't pull up in an ambulance or automobile. He rides on heaven. There he is. Right there. Showed up. Glory to God. Faster than Star Trek can travel. When they beat me up, Scotty. Say, my God rides on the heavens. He shows up in fashion. He shows up in style. He shows up with fire. And in his excellency on the sky, verse 27, the eternal God, your God, he's he's eternal, is your refuge. That's your safe place. That's your security. That's your strength to say, God, my God is my refuge. When you're having trouble, run to the refuge. He'll, he'll comfort you. He'll hold you. He'll keep you secure. Hallelujah. 
You, but you got to run to him. And underneath are his everlasting arms. His arms will never get tired of holding you up, picking you up, hugging you up. Hallelujah. God's got some everlasting arms. You're God. And he shall thrust out the enemy from before you. And he'll say, destroy it. He will thrust out the enemy before you. You just got to show up praising him and the enemy will be dead. That's actually a recorded story in the Bible. <laughs> okay? All right? Verse 28, then Israel, you're adopted Israel. You've been engrafted into Israel. He took the Jew and the Gentile and made one new man. Hallelujah. You shall dwell in safety alone. The fountain of Jacob shall be upon the land of corn and wine. Also his heaven shall drop down dew. You need some rain. He'll drop down dew, not mountain dew, but he'll bring crops. He'll bring provision. Hallelujah. Do the dew. Happy are you, O Israel. Come on, get happy. Don't worry, be happy. O oh, people saved by the Lord, the shield of your help. Who is the sword of your excellency? And your enemies shall be found liars unto you, and you shall tread upon their high places. In another place, the Bible says he gives you hinds feet for high places. You can overcome challenges, and you can rule over places. You were destined to rule. God gave you in the beginning dominion over every creep. You got dominions over creeps. Hallelujah. You've got dominion. You're supposed to multiply. You're supposed to be fruitful. Hallelujah. And you're going to be all that rejoicing. Because it's always a good time to rejoice. Today's a good time to rejoice. Hallelujah. Rejoice that you're healed. Rejoice that you're strong. Rejoice that you have wisdom. Rejoice that you're filled with God. Rejoice that he's on your side. Rejoice that God is for you. Rejoice. And again I say rejoice. Rejoice. And again I say rejoice. Your victory is in your voice. Your victory is in your voice. It's a voice of rejoicing. It's a voice of shouting. Champion shout. They have a voice. Hallelujah. We need to rejoice in this place. We need to rejoice in the Lord for what he's done, for who he is. We need to rejoice. God will get you free. If you're bound, he'll get you free so that you can rejoice. If you struggle to rejoice, come up here right now in the name of Jesus. Or if you feel like you're too weighted down and you can't rejoice, come up here right now in the name of Jesus. We're going to draw some water with joy. We're going to do some drawing out tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Rejoice that he delivered you from danger. Rejoice that he put his angels around you. Rejoice that you're here to tell about it. Hallelujah. The devil tried to take you out. He couldn't do it. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I speak restoration, strength, and health to him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Touch him, Lord. Touch 
him, Almighty, right now, in the name of Jesus. Heal his body. Restore his strength. Restore his health. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you've been feeling heaven, come up here right now.
Rejoice and be glad. For the Lord is on your side. He is for you. He's not against you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. That you have made a way for us to rejoice. Hallelujah. Proverbs 17.22 says laughter is like medicine. The joy is like medicine. But depression dries out the bones. A person is depressed. They have no structure that can support them. They're like a limp piece of jelly. They're like a jellyfish. But God gives you strength to your bones. And joy is the medicine of God. You're being healed oh, right now. With the joy of the Lord, yeah. Hallelujah. I rejoice for all that He has done. I rejoice in Him because I've already won. Oh, yeah. Father, we thank you that all your promises in Christ Jesus are yes and amen to us. He is the key that unlocks heaven's treasure. Thank you, Lord, for what you did for us, living a perfect life, being born a man, walking this earth, giving your life as a sacrifice, dying on the cross, shedding your blood, rising from the dead giving us your Holy Spirit, the other comforter. And Lord, we thank you that you're coming back again for a glorious church without spot and wrinkle in the name of Jesus. One that's glistening, one that's glowing, one that's wearing, that's decked out with the goodness of God and the robe of righteousness. Hallelujah, Lord, we're ready for you. Go have a great and wonderful week. God bless you. Go rejoicing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.